NDI Film Awards podcast. Welcome to the NDI Film Awards podcast. I am Matt. And I am Dre. Hello, Dre. How are you? Hello, good. It's almost like we never see each other. <laughs> it's almost like that. Uh, so it's September 2021. Yes. We've made it. We've done this now for, this is our eighth straight month yeah. of doing NDI. Yep. And man, it feels like it's just been um, a whole new world. Thanks. Nope. Thanks for that. Okay. No, it's it's been really a fun experience. Um, and I think we probably say this every time, but just this being our eighth time, um, every month we get to see brand new stuff. We get to kind of, you know, digitally meet new filmmakers and see new talent. Um, it's it's really great. I really appreciate uh, the support we get. Yeah. Um, and it's fun to try to support as much as we can these indie projects that get submitted to us. I think um, it's just it's been a blessing for us. And I and I I'm really happy when I see how much it helps filmmakers yeah. out there. To get some good feedback. They're getting feedback, their stuff out. and Getting some wins, yeah. some yeah. laurels, and being able to promote positive things. I love that. I love I love how this is working. I wish there were more entities like us, I hope. Well, no, because we want to be the, the one. <laughs> well, we're not, we're not large enough to be the one. Well, we need still. other people to add in. But it's just, you know, yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's a lot of work, but it's not difficult to do. Yeah. And, and I mean, we're already in this this community anyway, is just as far as you being, you know, on that side of things, on the filmmaker side of things regularly. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, at least we get to talk from experience. So we just sit down and say, yeah. hey, we watch this and it's feedback. So anyways, this is this is a terrible opening to a podcast <laughs> and I'm not I'm not sure we're really good at this. But uh let me start by just asking you, what are you watching, Dre? Yeah, um, I have mentioned before I love my true crime. Um, I just watched a four-part series called The Monsters Inside, The 24 Faces of Billy Milligan. And it is a, a series that takes you through a an actual person who has multiple dis- multiple personality disorders for back in the early 80s, late 70s. And just the way he was treated, like, because they didn't know much about this disease. And there was a lot of doctors and psychologists that came in and talked about it. And just the way that this documentary was portrayed, it was chilling. It was thrilling. It was really well done. A lot of old footage of him being interviewed and being, you know, going through therapy sessions and then his later life because his his family took him through this journey and helped be his advocate along the way. But he committed crimes under another personality. And so it was very difficult for him to get through court cases and things like that because he claimed this mm-hmm. multiple personality disorder. And it was kind of interesting how he was let go, treated, given freedoms. I mean, there's an actual law based on him making money off of his art while he was in a, you know, mental institution. And they actually instituted a law that said criminals are not allowed to gain profit off of anything that they do while they're technically mm-hmm. incarcerated. So anyway, it was really good. So um, and what platform is this on? That was Netflix. Okay. And it's new. So everybody should be able to watch it. Um, and then I started um, watching Veronica Mars. Oh, which yeah. came out like in right. the early 2000s. And I never watched it. But a friend recommended it because she's kind of like a private eye in a high school setting. So well, it's kind of fun. Well, and speaking of true crime. I'm- oh, I'm also watching Britney versus Spears. <laughs> which just came out on also on Netflix. I think. No, Hulu. Anyway, it's Must really be nice to have all this time. I to just watch work stuff. and watch. I don't. I just work and watch TV. So, um, well, speaking of true crime, I'm sort of embarrassingly really following closely this Gabby Petito. Yeah, you're following situation. more closely than I am. I'm kind of waiting for the Dateline episode. <laughs> well, I tell you what, there's there's like so much going on that and things change by yeah. the hour. It's fascinating. I'm just. I'm mostly. You know, this is. A horrific tragedy, um, and I hope justice is served 
swiftly. Uh, and but harshly. I'm, I'm mostly uh, interested in the behavior of his parents. Yeah, I know. Right that, now. It's we, yeah. really weird. But We're parents of children that, literally children that age, almost. Like, yeah, our yeah. oldest son is 20. Right. And, like, the things that, that it appears that they have done to aid him just blows my mind. Like, like I love my kid, but I just don't think that would ever be the case that I would... Yeah, uh, message to my oldest son, <laughs> if you kill your girlfriend, I'm telling on you. Uh-huh. I'm, yep. I'm Straight putting you in a headlock, yep. <laughs> you're going to go into a rear naked choke, go to sleep, and you're going to prison. Yeah, that's um, just, you don't, so. you just... <laughs> Well, okay. Well, and then that's I, not going to happen. <laughs> I'm watching my um, monitors because I'm in the middle of a giant, very important editing project, um, which means I have to speed this podcast up because not only do I have to edit this podcast, get it out for everyone tomorrow, because we do what, what we, we say. say we're going to do to the rest of you film festivals. Um, but yeah, we got to turn around Indie but I have a huge project with a deadline of. Friday and uh, it's just there's so much pressure. Well, and involved it's Wednesday with it. right now. It when is. We're recording. The good news is there's only like 80 more hours of editing I need to do before Friday, so I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so um, okay, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. I do want to touch base uh, regarding our February. Feature film winner, The Alpines. I mentioned it last month that it was going to be available for uh, pre-order on Apple TV. Um, it's now available like everywhere you can do. You can buy streaming movies. I just I recommend you go to Instagram. Go follow at uh, the uh, the <laughs> go follow at the Alpines official and find a way to watch The Alpines because. It's one of the films we're going to talk about in our bonus podcast that will be in December, in which we will talk about uh, yearly winners, because we have winners every month. Well, we're going to take these same categories, and we're going to have a 2021 year winner. That's so cool. That's going to be really tough. <laughs> We've seen a lot of good <laughs> things. and uh, But yeah, so we'll have our regular December run. But then at the same time, we're going to have that bonus podcast that will probably drop within 24 hours of December NDIs happening. Okay. So probably on New Year's, we'll drop a, a bonus podcast for that. But I'm telling you guys, go watch these films um, because we're going to talk about some of these films. So just, you know, go support your NDI alum uh, peers and and enjoy a good movie. So how about September? Let's talk about September. And look, folks, we're very busy right now. And I'm just going to be honest with you. We're going to try to run through this podcast pretty quick so that not only can we get done recording, I can get it edited. And I can get the website going. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everybody yes. wants to know. This week is who wins. All right. So we'll kick off the announcements with web series. And I want to talk about one first, just because... I enjoyed the concept and the ambition so much, but the execution was really um, flawed. And this web series is called Let's Talk About It. It was directed by Bethel Bates. And this is set up as like a talk show. She's with friends and each of them are doing different segments for everything. And it was really well conceived. Absolutely, yeah. But the truth of the matter is, there's no microphone involved. Yeah. And that's just... It was hard. That's a no. Yeah. Uh, camera work was really bad. Like, one shot in particular, I don't know if it was a screen recording or what, but the resolution was so bad um, that it just shocked me. Mm -hmm. Especially because the, the first camera, the A camera, looked like at least it was good quality. It, yeah, right. Whatever so they were using there. it was such a contrast. But... Uh, uh, the editing, not good. There were things they did that were funny. Mm -hmm. like, there, there it was entertaining, the concept and the content. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so what I what I had wrote down is that I believe this is a great pitch concept. It's an unpolished pitch. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's, it is not something I think Bethel should be spending money on through Film Freeway. She should not be submitting this to anything. They should take this money they're spending on Film Freeway, put it into your production value, yeah. put it into practicing your editing on maybe getting you know a couple of matching cameras hiring someone to do the audio always mm-hmm. always best but you know it doesn't cost a ton of money to get some microphones set up like if you're really serious about this don't just wander around with your phone and shoot stuff and yep. then n- not having any experience in editing throw something together and then spend money on film festivals in a web series category other people are putting in way more effort yeah um, so, but what I love is the ambition, the concept, the premise of the whole yeah, thing. There was a ton of planning that had to be done. I mean, these girls right. all had, like you said, a segment. They had to come up with a concept. They, I mean, one of them even looked like it was kind of a skit, you know, mm-hmm. like she had to act through it. Um, and which I thought was entertaining. And I totally agree that the, the concept and the format was definitely ambitious and there. um, execution. Probably a little bit of a lower grade. Yeah, and and probably you know if if they weren't entertaining, then I wouldn't have even mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. But I love these ladies, and I liked what they were doing. Yeah, they were fun. It's just you, you you don't have any production value, right? And you know, a for effort, but if you're going to spend money and compete with other things, you gotta you gotta step up the game. Like this is something that I feel like. Bethel can easily improve upon and deliver a quality, entertaining, interesting show each time. So they've just got to figure, you know, take a look at what they're doing. How can they improve each thing and keep busting them out moving forward? So I would definitely keep at it. It's just that the bar's got to raise in as far as production value. But our winner for best web series is 10 points of joy yay which is directed by bill grout um and this is a complete series of 10 videos where bill is talking about life observations and things in his life that bring him joy and this was a really outside the box kind of thinking for a web series. Like we really had to stop and go, wait, yeah, what, how what is, is this? How, how is this constructed? What is happening here? Where are we going? We'll have a link to this at the website where you can go right to his website and see all ten videos. But the narration is clean, yep. well done, a lot of images, good editing, really solid project. Um, Bill should be very proud. Yeah, and- I mean, it showed a lot of commitment to not just make one video, but to break it up into these different themes and then actually execute every single one of those videos and then go so far to upload them somewhere, put them on a website, like make it visible for people. I mean, a lot of people can't even get to that point. So kudos to him for sure. Yeah. A lot of effort in this. Good job, Bill. And we'll go to best music video with a returning champion. (laughs) Uh, The team of Brandon Smallwood and Stephanie Alicia Rose submitted another uh, video. This is their their entries are really interesting because this is like some fresh experimental. It's almost like short films merged with um, music videos, but almost like a silent film as well, because there's no dialogue. Right, 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 right. but it is a really interesting watch. Uh, a, a guy receives a delivery, and some really cr- weird things happen yeah. after that. So that's how much I would say about it until they, you know, would want to release it publicly. But there's, but there's definitely some like uh, graphics, you know, like what do you call it? Like effects, yeah, you effects. know that that graphics. What am I saying? <laughs> effects, digital effects. Grandma, we're on the <laughs> podcast now. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Okay. Um, but it was it was fun to see that there was a little bit of um, the effect that was used added to the mystery or the mystique of what was happening in the storyline. Yes. So it helped visually tell the story when there weren't words. By the way, the title of this winner, it's a winner, Andrea. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we should probably say that. When It's Your Turn. Yay. Good job, Brandon and Stephanie. And 
And thanks, guys. Keep sending uh, your collaboration videos to us because, well, they seem to be doing well in India. Um, and they're very interesting to watch. I like what you guys are doing. I feel like it's something I haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, and I like your stuff. For best documentary short, we received one of my favorite doc shorts we've ever watched. It's really good, really cool. Um, and this is called Cold Feet, directed by Lena Vogler. Yay! And this is a submission from uh, Austria, which is interesting because we had it was subtitle it was done yeah. in the native language. Yep. Uh, but it has really clean easy to read subtitles yes, that was what i was gonna say it was easy to read there was one sentence per screen you know right. it was just you you weren't having to read this huge long situation every time there was something new on 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 film and it wasn't overly wordy and what Mm-mm. this is about this is about a, a man named robert who at the age of three fell through the ice of a frozen lake which caused lifelong health issues and a fear of cold and this doc short is about him overcoming or confronting those fears by doing things that are incredibly and uncomfortably cold cold. i needed to grab a blanket while we were watching this because he's clearly going into super icy water he's laying on snow he's walking barefoot in snow um how are you not dead? How do you not have frostbite? <laughs> I thought, you know, I really had to take a second and go, is this on green screen? Is yeah, this you, ask, you ask, you questioned it. Um, but I'll tell you what, from the first frame to the last frame, Lena's cinematography was amazing. I assume it, it was her, because um, in the entry, it shows a picture of her with a camera, and there's no other credit for camera work. So, but the cinematography in this is top-notch, absolutely beautiful, love the falling snow. Yeah, good detail shots, really good environmental shots as well, like some epic mountain situations mm-hmm. where they've clearly climbed somewhere, hiked somewhere, and uh, beautiful shots. I felt throughout this project, I felt the cold. Mm-hmm. And I really felt him going through that. Uh, so just super well done. Congratulations to you guys for being our best documentary short winner for Cold Feet. Moving on in the world of documentaries, we have our documentary feature. Uh, this one was a no-brainer for us. Yeah. It it stood out clearly as our winner. And, and actually, full disclosure, you watched the whole thing. I'm still halfway through it because I'm so busy with my edits this week. Um, I started watching it with you and I had to go do stuff, but I was so engrossed. I'm like, okay, I'm coming back to this because this is really interesting. Um, but this is called Aquaba the Awakening, which is directed by Sybil D. Jata. And this is our best documentary feature. Yay! But it's about these uh, African Americans from Los Angeles, California, traveling over to Africa for the first time. And they went to Ghana. Uh, Gambia, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Senegal. Um, It's just, it's fascinating for me. It's this whole cultural, cultural immersion and this history telling of the people in these regions. But just that, that Western culture coming over and finding out, you know, where their ancestors came from and, and usually that's not a high area of interest for me, but the way that Sybil did this, the mm-hmm. editing is great. It really is. There was so much forethought into how to capture this uh, during these this trip. Um, it's just really engrossing. It was more entertaining than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. I was looking forward to having, uh, you know, when I saw that it was an hour and a half long, like, okay, that's probably pretty too long. No, it's probably not long enough. Yeah. Because there's so much to say. Um, and another thing is that the love and thought that went into the edit to make it engaging, because while you have all this interesting stuff filmed in Africa, a lot of it is um, talking head stuff. Interviews or, with Interviews, people. yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But Sybil does a really great job of making... Everything else, very entertaining. Things with text, things with maps, uh, th- stuff like that. 
which is just a whole other level. I mean, just what a great thing to do for your edit. And you can just tell she really, really cared about this. So I'm still halfway into it, um, but at least you did watch it. I wanted to say, Sybil, amazing job at, at tackling this. It's so hard to capture as much as you captured. Yeah, and then boil it down to just an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Definitely our winner. Thank you for submitting. So we made some executive decisions in categorizing certain things this month to fit what felt right. And we have another we have another big short film winner yeah. this month, but all of it was highly debated and incredibly thoroughly discussed between us and actually some outside entities as well because there were some really strong narrative short really almost every single one of them that we received was just like good like good enough to win something so we did decide to take a couple of those and kind of sprinkle them into some other categories that we thought we're, made, made we're very deserving. Yes, yeah. very deserving for that for that short. And the first uh, the first category we have that I want to talk about in this regard is best ensemble cast, which we decided to give to a Wayward Son, which is directed by Daniel Torres. And Daniel was raised in Turkey, but came to the United States when he was sixteen. And the guy is only twenty two, uh, but so he was majoring in biology and changed his major to cinema arts cool. and i think he made a really wise decision because this dude's only 22 and he knocked out a banger of a short film um a wayward son is about a young man who's avenging th- the yeah you can say uh, i mean the, it's i think it's in the synopsis it is, the, yeah the death of his family the de- the, yeah he's stalking the killer of his family and and it struggles with his decisions of whether he should seek justice or or not, um, and this whole thing is just technically sound. Yeah, it's well told. I think it's thirteen minutes long, and it and it it feels like a feature film packed into thirteen yep. minutes. So great use of your time. Yeah, great storytelling. The way that things were woven into his decisions versus his uh, thoughts, and yeah, that was really cool. I liked how that and happened. Paul Lee as the lead, Ben. Yeah was just solid yeah. throughout but all of the acting mm-hmm. was and th- this is it's not a giant cast but there's there's several cast members yeah. and I thought they were all really really good and I I while we had to go with a different winner for a narrative short this month I they definitely deserve best ensemble cast and this is this is such a great short film that I think Daniel's going to have no problem you know in festival circuits yeah. and getting recognition um, so just, you know, in the position we had to be in this month, this is, uh, this is just how it worked out. But D- Daniel's, if he's this good at 22, you know, look out world. Cause he's coming. And I got to say, um, I don't want to say too much about it, but the last shot of the film, I really would well, like that. It's a sequence technically, yeah. but it's the last yeah. shot of the film. Uh, I just thought was so cool. Great. So original, yeah. really loved it. Really stood out to me, um, and just amazing work. Just sound, cinematography, acting. What a solid short film. So congratulations, Daniel Torres and the team with A Wayward Son. You're our best ensemble cast. Yay! And another executive decision <laughs> came in the category of best original music, song, or score. And this one we gave to a wonderful short, short, short film. <laughs> Called Family, directed by David L. Bradburn. Yay! And this this is a little very short. Short. <laughs> I'm sorry, call it? my brain is just shutting off. <laughs> but this is about a a brother who comes to. I guess that's you just a spoiler. Gave it away, I just, man. I'm sorry. Goodness. Well, you know what? No, it's in the synopsis. Is it really? As well. Yeah. Okay. A, a, a sibling comes to rescue another sibling who's yeah. being assaulted. Um, and, and yeah, I guess I just gave away the twist, but listen, it's sort of in the synopsis, <laughs> but it's a sweet little wonderful short it film. It is. And it told 
everything that they needed to tell in like under four minutes. Yes. They, somebody, another, you know, director or whatever could have absolutely bloated this to double the time with shots that were unnecessary, story dialogue that was unnecessary. The dialogue in this is probably a max of five lines. I mean, they just don't say much. You don't have to say much. And that's what I really loved. It was very restrained and everything, every shot mattered. Which is why the music stood out to me because it really accurately supported the narrative. And the composer is Tony Scott Green. So he did a great job with the music, but just technically the cinematography was good. The sound design was good. I'm going to stop and give a note just because I think this is helpful for all filmmakers If you're going to have action in your low-budget indie films, you've you've got to either cast for that action or you've really got to be comfortable as a director pushing the actors. Um, Because in all honesty, the assault that takes place in this is just not believable at all. I never felt this dude was in danger. Mm -hmm. I was like, I think this dude could probably take these other guys. (laughs) They look like they're tapping him and he's not really in pain. So like, that's my, my minimal critique. Directing Mm -hmm. action is really hard. It's hard if you have a hundred million dollar budget and stunt coordinators. Um, So it's really hard when you're doing low budget stuff. But my advice is to, you know, when you're doing this casting, you have to have that conversation and be like, we really need you to be physical. Yeah. And, you know, how physical are you willing to go? Because me, I want those method actors who are like, just hit me. Yeah. You know, just, and I know these are kids. Uh, well, teenagers. They look like they're young adults. Yeah. Uh, they're, so I felt, I just felt like it could be more physical to, yeah. to, I needed to feel like the guy was going to be in danger. Like he really got rescued by his brother. Right. And the way that it turned out, it was just a little anticlimactic. I just rolled with it because I understand what it's like to have actors who, you know, are not willing to like fall on the ground or maybe like you said, the director doesn't push them enough to just mm-hmm. fall <laughs> and it be believable. It just, it does. It takes. And it's hard with it, younger folks, kids, whatever. It's hard to get them yeah. to be that physical. Yeah. And, and, that, you, and you never fine. want anyone to get hurt. Correct. Not on your dime or your time. Uh, so we get just, it. You know, as a note, yeah, that, that was, could have been a little more. Honestly, I think believable. we both. That was the only thing we really had issue with yeah. because everything else totally made up for yeah. that. And it's a wonderful um, programmable short. Being as short as it is, and and being as heartfelt as it is, it it would be easy for any live festival to plug that right into yeah. their shorts block. Yeah. And I mean, go it's, with it. it's a cute even as, I don't know if you want to include this. It's even cute as like a commercial because it just has that kind of feel good, brotherly love, family type of um, kindness feel to it, which is just kind of something we all need right now anyway. Yeah, totally agree. Yep. And before we get to our narrative short category with uh, a bunch of other things attached to it, I want to stop and do the honorable mentions because we have a handful that really deserve yeah. uh, this type of credit. Um, and the first one I want to talk about is Delivered. <laughs> so fun. Directed by Joseph Arbogast. I love this premise. This is, uh, this is about a very important delivery in an apocalyptic world. And the payoff is great. Yes, it is. The wardrobe is looks really great. It's super fun. You know, people have uh, gas masks and protective gear on, and there's some VFX for uh, for like a a watch, you know, like a display, a display Mm -hmm. that was really cool. And you're never quite sure what that's for until the payoff. But it also has some excellent VFX with uh, uh, potential dangers along the way that I that. When we saw it, we yeah. were like surprised about how fun and good it was. Yeah. Um, now, I would say that it's this, I believe this ran about nine minutes. And I think, you know, if I was going to critique it, I think it could be a five minute yes. thing. I think there was too many sit downs for our protagonist. And a little too much running. Like, we get it. 
Well, the running's fine. You know, we, we realize it's a, a long guy, journey. For a guy who's got to make a delivery, a very important delivery, yeah. you know, in this, and he's being chased by things. Yeah. Just book it, dude. Stop <laughs> sitting down. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but that's really the only, only critique. It, it, it looks good. It sounds good. It was really fun. And, you know, we, we don't want to say too much about, yeah. about it, but it's definitely worth the watch. Um, and and you, you just the end is it's great it's great 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 chef's kiss great job <laughs> great job <laughs> Joseph uh, you're an honorable mention for us uh, thank you for submitting another honorable mention we have and there was so much debate a lot of debate ab- about this one <laughs> and there's actually um, there's a review for this uh, for this month up on NDI right now and I want to take that opportunity to say. Uh, I was I wanted to do this at the beginning of the podcast and I forgot. But we do written reviews, and you know it's a cost. I think for for Film Freeway Gold uh, members, it's forty five dollars. Cool per movie, which you know there's not only are we watching the film, but taking the time to thoughtfully write out a review so that folks can have copy for their website or you can link it to imdb you you know just there's a lot of people looking for honest reviews of their films and we do offer that and and we've received so many that we're gonna outsource i mean not outsource but we've added some help yeah um and thankfully because this month has just been nuts but this film we're talking about which is an honorable mention is saving mary alice which is directed by Susan Bowl, and you really like this film. So why don't you you tell us tell us your thoughts? Yeah, I did like the way that they uh, wove the details into the story. We, we talk a lot about uh, show don't tell, and I thought that they did a really good job of kind of leading you to not know what was going on or not know why a character did a certain thing, um, and they reveal those things kind of as you continue through the story. Um, and I guess I just liked the, I I did just like the story itself too, because we haven't seen, uh, a story like this before, uh, just kind of a generational, uh, film, I guess, uh, that, you know, you see generations of, of, of different women kind of leading the same type of life. Um, it's not a happy short <laughs> but um i did like how it was told and i did believe a majority of the acting and the feelings that those actors conveyed so that did kind of st- help me stick with the story and there's guns in it there is a gun <laughs> in it and i do like guns so that did help no um side note we're going through our ccw <laughs> class this weekend Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, Saving Mary Alice, uh, an honorable mention for India this yep. month. Thank you for submitting, Susan. Uh, great job. Uh, it was a fun watch, and we've got a review of it up on India right now. Another short that deserves honorable mention is Breakfast in Bed, directed by Noah Robbins. Now, you enjoyed this more than I did, so I'd love to hear your thoughts first. I liked the I liked the montage, like the getting ready. Oh, I don't want to give it away. Well, we're going to give it a little bit away. I liked the getting ready montage. It was fun and it wasn't too long and lengthy. Like you just, there was enough of these fun, cool shots that allowed you to understand what was happening in a short well, time. L- let me let me interrupt just to let the audience know. This is about a, a young man meeting a female for a date in a cafe. Yes. So when so, you're talking about yeah. getting ready, he's getting ready for yeah, that. Yeah, he, he, like, he comes home from what looks like a gig, because he's carrying a guitar, and it looks like it's morning. So, I, you know, maybe he stayed out all night. I have no idea. But he's like, showers, gets himself ready, primps up, you know, and then walks to this diner. And I really liked one of my favorite shots is that when he gets to the diner, the music ends and he blows the cigarette smoke out. And I just thought that the timing of that was well done. It was just very thoughtful. I thought that there was a lot of shots that were very thoughtful, very well done, well executed. And I enjoyed that it was short and I enjoyed the humor that you get towards the end. 
I have to agree with you that it was very well done. These yeah. are capable uh, people who made this film. I thought the two actors involved uh, were really great with what they had. Um, and I think Noah's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, my yeah, you have some critiques, and I also my, have some critiques. Yeah, my critiques but, is that there's there's no story yeah, here, it, and I, I didn't understand how the title connected to the story at all, other than he had one small line about he made breakfast for his his female family. Well, right, but it just it because it didn't, he was trying. I yeah. under yeah, I just you know I I sometimes feel like people have a concept of what they want their story to be, they name it, and then it doesn't really fall in that direction. I just, there was nothing to hold on to with the story. Well, it was kind of the goal. Breakfast in Bed was kind of his It wasn't his goal, goal at all. It was her goal. Because he, she said, when am I going to get one of these breakfasts? <laughs> He's and a she, man. But it she, was no, his goal. <laughs> but he, what I'm saying is, he says to her, yes. I don't just do that for anyone. And it's almost like he was kind of like telling her that she wasn't important enough to him at that time. So that's why it, 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 like the story did fall flat a little bit for me in the dialogue. Yeah. Well, there was just, there was no, you know, I, I, no arc, right. You know, as a writer, I'm like, well, we're, we, we, you know, it's a funny little short and it can be what it is. Yeah. It's perfectly fine for that. Um, and, and I, I get it, and I'm being overly uh, critical about it because I love I love the work that everyone put into it. I just felt like you had two really talented yeah. actors, and we don't really start with them until two minutes in. Like for me, mm-hmm. and this isn't my film, but for me, I would have started at the cafe with them meeting and maybe visually tell the audience who this Wilson is. Um, you know, everything that they set up in the beginning, which you did love. Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. I felt could be done through. Oh, like mixed in. Well, no, 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 okay. not, not cut with any oh, of that. Okay. But have him come in and interact with her in a way, like maybe while he's talking with her, he can open up the, the, the Aleve and. Mm. And, you know, I don't know, maybe he's still got some uh, club stamps on him or, or something like that. Sure. I, in the, in the, just in the sense of trying to get there faster, um, it could have, now that's, you know, not Noah's vision and that's fine. Yeah. But it did, t- out of a nine minute. Ooh, it was like sh- f- less than five minutes, wasn't seven, it? No, 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 no. Six. It was six minutes. Well, six, almost six and a half minutes, but two minutes of that. We are now. You can argue. Well, two minutes of that were being character development, visually intro- not development, <laughs> but introduced to our lead. Yeah. But I felt like that was all information we can probably visually tell during a conversation with the female, um, and that's you know that's that's all complete. It's just completely your, yeah. subjective. Yeah. It's just an opinion. Um, but I do I do know that. Um, Noah's pretty darn good. Yeah. And the cast was really good. Cinematography is good. Mm-hmm. Audio uh, was done well. Um, and it's certainly an honorable mention for yep. NDI. And thank you for submitting, Noah. And thank you for giving us the chance to watch and debate and have these you know, conversations about short films. Because we really do enjoy that. And the last honorable mention I'll talk about is a quote-unquote music video that we received called A Night at the Organ. And this was directed by David N. Stamos. And this is, it was it's 26 minutes of pipe organ music married with images of art and photographs and some video. Um, and it's, it's this ode to pipe organ music. It's an experience. It is. It's an experience. <laughs> and it's experimental. It gives you enough interesting images to look at. Yeah. To justify the 26 minutes, but it's something that you have to really um, make exception for because it's 26 minutes of pipe organ music. And it's not just one 20 minute song. It's like different pieces of organ music. I believe it's four different pieces of music. I believe Eight. Is it eight? I think it's eight. Well, it was multiple uh, pieces of music. So I give a lot of credit. To David, and the reason why this is an honorable mention is because it was quite a task to assemble all of these images 
and make them well paced throughout the entire video to make it worth watching. So I thought he did a really good job with that because it would have been really easy to like leave stuff on screen yeah. for like a minute. But no, he really dug and put a lot of effort into this edit. So. Yeah, and these aren't just like images that are of nature or flowers. Like these are true archived photos of history, you know, history and and the way life looked back when organs were kind of in people's lives and in, you know, in the world. I don't know who still owns an organ. My grandfather owned an organ and played it for me a lot, but so it was kind of nostalgic. But it's a lot of old photos. And there's movement. There's Ken Burns style Got it. movement yeah, right. with things. So and the images themselves are very yeah. interesting and the movement yeah. is very interesting. And he so. says something about it like you can, you know, how you interpret what you see by what you're hearing and that's the subjectivity of his his video. Well, congratulations David. Thanks for submitting and and congratulations on being a honorable mention for NDI for a night at the organ. All right. That wraps up or honorable mentions, and we'll move on <sighs> to the big winner. To the big winner of the month. I mean, so many good things to talk about, and I wish I wasn't trying to rush through this podcast because I would say more about our films in September. But we had a big winner that blew us away was Polaroid, directed by Dante Albane, who also directed The Alpines. True, true, true. The man's been busy. But this, where Alpines is a feature, Polaroid is a short film. And it's very much inspired um, by obsession, specifically the type of obsession we see in the film Zodiac, which Dante credits as kind of the inspiration for the concept of this film, which is about an eccentric, wealthy man who's paid a visit by a mysterious other man. And I'll leave the rest up to the viewer to watch and and discover. But I will say that Dante and his cinematographer, Vincenzo Senarchia, worked together to really craft this suspenseful little uh, tug of war Mm -hmm. between these two characters and the two of them really having something they both really want um, and just kind of battling that out until it's over. It's really about obsession and how far that obsession might drive you. And it all takes place in this one apartment uh, which which was Dante's at the time. So he had to, and, and this apartment is meant to be like this wealthy man's side apartment and it's very minimal. Um, so he had to like clear his apartment his completely out. <laughs> out of frame so that he could shoot in this in these areas. Uh, but it's so well shot, it's so well lit. There's a there's a shot in the opening, the opening shot where they utilize a mirror so well. I was like, that that's really cool. And Dante told me that was Vincenzo's uh idea, and it's just really great idea. So it's it's directed really well, it's very suspenseful. The acting is tremendous. The idea was great. And he even made a couple more passes in the edit just to keep getting it better. And yeah. And tighter I can and, and less bloated, like we say. <laughs> right. And and I can't emphasize enough to to all of us as filmmakers, we have to be that available to kill our darlings and and carve things away and you know, come at it, make your edit, and then come at it with a scalpel in ways where feedback leads you to make creative decisions that help it become a better film. I hope that made sense. Because um, I struggle with that. Yeah. And I think we all do, but it can make things better. And sometimes, look, sometimes you stick to your guns and you do what you want and you do what you feel is right for what you wanted to do. And that's perfectly fine. I've done it. Even when I've been given professional notes, hey, this would make this better, and I just and I go, I know they're right, yeah, but I still have to make it this way. Um, so you know, you got to know when to navigate those waters. But Dante was very open to doing that, and and there wasn't much for him to do, but he made some very simple, small 
adjustments that he ended up liking much better in the end. And I thought it was just really well done. So Polaroid wins our best narrative short for NDI in September. Yay! But Dante, we didn't stop there because you're also again our best director. Yay! But let's talk about Vincenzo Senorcia for being best cinematographer. Yay! And and that this that was a super tough race because there was we saw a lot of great cinematography. Yes. And and I'll say the reason why we went with this particular film for best cinematography is because the cinematography was very important in telling in in driving the narrative of the story. Little things that were done to help emphasize where things were going, character development or, or revelation, and movement that was in placement and blocking that was key to the film. Because there can be great cinematography. Yeah, you can have beautiful shots, but they might not do what they're supposed to do. Well, they, they might not be as important to the storytelling. Right. Like when you have just two people in an apartment... That cinematography starts to be very important because it could get really boring. Sure. And and they made sure that didn't happen with Polaroid. That is true. And then Dante also gets a little bit more credit because he did the edit in the sound design. And we've given best sound design to Polaroid. Yay. But wait. There's more. <laughs> there's more. Um, because the lead actor in Polaroid, who plays Arthur is Adam Paul Hunter, who made this memorable performance that was really fun to watch, very interesting with the way his character was. I just ate it up, and he is our best actor for September. Yay! But he was also really good because he got to play off another great actor in Chris Jenner, who played Sam in Polaroid, and Chris is our best supporting actor for September. Yay! So yeah, wow. a- another short that comes in strong. But you know, I was I was speaking with somebody about this and telling them we get so many submissions that are below the bar. It, it that's yes. really true. That's the it fact. It is very true. So when things come in like Beta and Polaroid, um, and you know we we have other big winners um, this year, but. When things like that come in and they submit in these categories, you know, it would be dishonest of us to not yeah. award them accordingly. And so that should tell all of us as filmmakers, there are people out there who are taking this seriously. All parts of it. All parts of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The storytelling, the production, the sound, the directing, the acting. It, it all comes into play when you can get all that together. And then if you're making a short film, making it short... And Polaroid does come in around twenty minutes, but it, it's a it's a very tense twenty minutes. It, yeah, it's it, not slow paced at all. No, no, you don't think that that's twenty minutes. So when you get all of those things working together, it's magical, and it's going to stand out very much so above the rest. And I feel like there's a lot of people who are just like, I want to make a movie, and they grab a camera and they make a thing, and then they very proud of it. Which they should be. Yeah. But then they're spending a lot of money submitting to film festivals um, when they could put a little more effort into it. Um, So make sure if you're making indie films or these types of projects, dip your toe in in the waters of YouTube and find out story structure, production audio, blocking, being intentional with your cinematography. Just being mindful of those aspects, you don't have to be brilliant, but as long as you're mindful of them and you keep practicing, you're going to do much, much better just with those simple, simple approaches. So anyways, that's September for NDI. Uh, Thank you. So many good things. There there really is. And I, I would love to take another hour to talk about these submissions, but we just can't do it right now. Not this month. I'm sorry. But we'll give you a bonus episode in December for sure. In October, we'll be back for more in November. Um, So we do this every month, obviously. And we're very appreciative of everyone who is submitting. Yeah. 
and sharing and just interacting and sending us nice reviews. If you the have film- time, send us a review on i uh, podcast or on iTunes or where you're listening to the podcast or on Film Freeway itself as a festival. We like to hear your thoughts about how the process is and what you think about our festival. I remain surprised and very humbled about uh, from the amount of people who leave reviews on Film Freeway and have so many kind things to say. We've been receiving so many emails from directors and actors and who have been had projects in NDI, kind words. Yeah, and even when they're not winners. Even when they're not winners, yes. even when they're just official selections, honorable mentions. It's so nice to hear that you know, you're not offended by anything, you're appreciative of feedback, and that clearly people are aware of the amount of time we take in the work we do in just putting this out every month, um, which really shouldn't be a high bar, <laughs> but at least we're giving back something. I'm just, every month I keep seeing these other festivals and... Like some of uh, I I don't want to say too much about no names, all, but no there, names. No, no. there's some that just do things so poorly and give hardly any support or feedback or um, any form of recognition yeah. for their for so their films. It's hard to know like where you stand as a creator yeah. when you get a no but you don't know why, or you get a yes but you don't know why. Like yeah. so we just wanted to say thank you for. Letting us tell you and a reminder <laughs> and give that you feedback. if you if you received a winner's email, you have a link to our laurels, um, and you can go in and and pull out your laurels, our specific NDI branded laurels. Yeah, for your specific category. Please don't use the Film Freeway generator. If you do, you break Andrea's heart. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, but uh, but you know, hey, it's it's. We've done that for you, so just find the link in the email. Yeah. And Make it easy for you. And um, hey, everyone, uh, let's try to have a let's try to have a better end of the year than the first part of the year has been. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I'm gonna get back to editing. I'm gonna edit this podcast and then we'll have NDI out tomorrow. We'll have webs the website updated. There will also be a written review of Polaroid on our website. Uh, so check that review out as well. And everybody, go check out the winners pages, or the winners page, or pages, because you can look at previous all of them. There, that, that, that's a great point. But we try to put up links to everybody's social media and trailers and yep. any information we can get, we can give you about the film. We put on the winners page. So, yeah, so go watch stuff because yeah. there's so many good things. Okay, this time. Okay, we're leaving. We're now. going now. All right, we'll see you guys in October, and. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye. If you'd like your project discussed on the podcast, go to ndifilmawards.com and submit to our open monthly competition. Find us on Instagram and YouTube, NDI Film Awards. Thanks for listening to this episode of NDI. 